their offensive line, nicknamed the Hogs by line coach Joe Bugle, began to control the tempo of the game with a play called 50 Gut. Joe Jacoby and Russ Grimm, the two Hogs that time with the big blocks. John Riggins, the diesel getting warm. Drag up that diesel. Oh, um, oh, um, oh, um. Let's go diesel. Good afternoon and welcome to another 50 Gut Blog Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Paul Williams, and I'm joined tonight by my co-hosts, Corey and Cliff. Fellas, what's good? Not the Redskins. Not the goddamn Redskins, that's for damn sure. I guess I can second that. <laughs> I don't know any other way to start it. Not the, not the Washington Redskins. Yeah, not right now, that's, that's for sure. Uh... Fresh off a 38-14 drubbing to your arch-rival Dallas Cowboys, what else can you really say besides uh, we suck right now? In the words of Steve Spurrier, not too good. (laughs) Not too good. Yeah, man, like we said, uh, 38-14 loss to Dallas, which pretty much put a dagger in that 3% we're talking about. Uh, To to quote the famous Redskins coach, Mike Shanahan, we're we're moving on and we're evaluating talent at this point in that red (laughs) fellas. Oh, we're evaluating, all right. <laughs> so, guys, man, where do we go from here? It's kind of a a tough situation. I was talking to you guys about this earlier today. It's um, we'll get to the Redskins' loss, but with four games left and no hope for the playoffs, where are we going from here? It's Kirk's team. Well, let's not just make it all about Kirk. I wasn't see. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even trying to make it all about Kirk. Well, that's, just, that's where you went. You went right to it's Kirk's team. We know I it's mean, Kirk's team. That's been painstakingly well, made, been made clear at this point, but otherwise. Kirk's team is 5-7, and seven, mm-hmm. right? We don't really have – it's not like we have – we, we are already playing our young players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is nowhere to go. Just play these four games and, you know, hope that no one – Tears an ACL, essentially. I mean, of course, we're, we're Skins fans. We want to see wins. I'm not really – I'm not wanting to say lose your games and get better draft position. That, I'm not about that. I'm all about getting Ws, but um, – Right. Right. I think it's kind of insulting to even see fans on Twitter saying, let's go 5-11. and 11. These are grown no, men who are getting it's, paid. It's they're, they're not going to go out there and, and lay down for anybody. Say, you don't want this team yeah. to lose out. Why would you want that? Right. Like, that's not a good way to go into the offseason, man. You don't want them to lose So instead out. of drafting at 16, we drafted 10. And that doesn't right. mean you'll hit on that draft pick anyway. Right. So it's that, not, doesn't, that doesn't right. mean anything. Come on. There really is not that much of like, the benefit from going from 10 to 16. Who cares? Also, it's the draft, man. The draft is always a crapshoot mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Exactly. So, yeah, it's a, a situation where you want to get the good draft pick, but you don't want to see your team taking L's in the meantime. Like I said, these guys aren't going to roll over and play dead for anybody. These are grown men. They're all making paychecks, and they're going to try to earn their keep. Because a lot of these guys, there's 20 guys on the Redskins right now that are on the last year of their deal or are looking to be re-signed. They're not right. going to go out there and, and just start playing like shit because right. they're trying to get a bad draft pick, or else they're going to be out the door as long as – They're not going to leave bad tape out there. That's right. not certain. They're trying to get paid, bro. Right. <laughs> exactly. Whether that's, whether that's here or 31 other places for them. So Right. And also – Five and eleven is is a really bad look. Nine and seven, hey, it's a feather in your cap. Another winning season. We the season's disappointing for a lot of reasons. 
But 9-7, that would be a nice way to end your season off. Even 8-8. Eight and eight. You don't want us losing four straight games or five straight games to end this season. I'm not going to make it all about Kirk, but I'm going to tell you this. We better not finish 5-11 and 11 with a $24 million quarterback. I don't think that statement is making all about Kirk, but if you're making, again, we, I'm not getting in his wallet, but you cannot be making that cash and be a 5-11 and 11 quarterback. I tell you this much, and I made this point to you guys in previous podcasts, and you told me I was crazy because I told you they're going to sweep out McAdoo and they're going to sweep out Jerry Reese, both who deserve to be fired. Mm-hmm. If we go 5-11, and 11, Shit's gonna be shit's gonna change. Mm-hmm. There's there's gonna mm-hmm. be some shakeups this offseason. I don't mm-hmm. know for sure if Gruden's gonna get fired, but he Gruden's damn sure is on the hot seat heading into no. 2018. He's on the hot seat going into next year, regardless. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily hot. I would just I would call it a lukewarm it's, it's, seat. It's, it's warming up though, Cliff. It's you don't up. get the, you like I like I've said before. You don't get to miss the playoffs three years in a row and keep no. your job in the league, man. Especially not in the nation's right. Capital. There's That's very few. Not, there's very few coaches that don't make the playoffs three years in a row and keep their job. Right. Even guys like happen. Snyder, even guys like I'm sorry, Snyder Gruden, who just got a contract extension. You, you forgot that Daniel Snyder fires people like it's a bodily function. Like he does it all the time. Mm-hmm. He has no, no but, problem. But he, but he really doesn't, right? It took like it took a lot for Shanahan to get fired. Shanahan said she got himself fired because because Mike right. wanted to get fired. Yeah, right. Yeah. Zorn needed to be fired. Yeah. Gibbs walked away. Mm-hmm. Like. We can so, keep, like we can make it seem like Snyder has been just like terminating people left and right. The the biggest mistake that was made coach wise was make was when we couldn't find someone to take the job after Gibbs, and we mm-hmm. ended up giving the job to Zorn. But when it was time for Zorn to be fired, he was fired. Or early years, I I feel, I feel you one hundred percent, Cliff. I will say early years, Snyder when he just got rid of right. Dorf. And right. got rid of Schottenheimer. Like, what are you doing? But, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, and definitely. No, if, definitely. If you look at the majority of owners in sports when they first take over teams, they make a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that, and that's for and that's any league. You know, new owners generally make mistakes. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So let's let's get into this game. Um, we're not even gonna do grades because I'm giving a, a sweeping round of Fs on y'all's behalf. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, agreed. You flunked, you flunked, <laughs> agreed. You, agreed. You flunked the whole season. Agreed on, on Thursday night. So, yeah. agreed. That being said, let, let's just dive in a little bit and talk about some of the things we saw, some of the things we liked, which is you know few and far in between, and some of the things we didn't like, which is going to be more plentiful. First off, I, I just uh, the way the offense played, and this is two weeks straight. If we're being honest, since that Saints game, they scored twenty points against the Giants, and they scored. 14 points against a Cowboys team that didn't have their best defensive player. Both division rivals. Yeah. So we can say all we want about the, the quarterback and this and that and how much money he's making. But um, I don't know, man. Just the offense has been real, real disappointing. I knew that it would take a step back without Garcon and Jackson. If we're all being honest with each other, we all knew that it wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. But not only is it not the same, I would say the offense at points this season has looked downright bad. Would you agree? Would you guys agree? You did miss one though. They're also missing eighty six. Yeah, Chris Thompson also. Uh, Thompson, is, Thompson is hurt. Mm-hmm. But look, man, look at our wins throughout the season. Right, we have not won a single game this year. I would say that was because of our offense. No. Um. Oh wait a second. You. I mean, I might be tipping the line or 
walking the line a little close, but that Rams game, I mean, we did have a good yeah, running attack. Our defense held them to 20 points. Absolutely. Right, that's what yeah, I was going to say, yeah. So, so it's it's like – No, I feel you. I'm just playing that. What we, what we score versus the Rams, 26? 27. 27-20. 27-20. Our best offensive performances have come in losses. Agreed. We scored 31 twice. We lost both of those games. I mean, the truth is you're not going to win every game when you score 30 points. You would hope that you do. I mean, Brady's lost a couple times scoring 30 points this year, right? So, mm-hmm. it just feels like – see, this is my whole thing, right? There doesn't seem to be a standard for how we're supposed to play on offense – so everybody just makes excuses. So depending on if you think the quarterback is great, you seem more likely to make excuses for our offense mm-hmm. is what I've noticed. So when we win a game 17-10 in Seattle, you don't go, hey, man, defense played great. You want to tell me how we had that one drive. <laughs> right? Literally. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, what did the Eagles score yesterday? How many points did they score yesterday? Uh, 10? Uh, Was it 10? Yeah, 10 points. Eagles scored yeah. 10 points. 20, 24-10. Listen, Eagles scored 10 points. Carson Wentz made two incredible plays on a touchdown drive they had. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would say he had a good game yesterday. Absolutely not. Right? After we lost the Cowboys game, people wanted to tell us that Cousins played well. Right? Like, that's what I heard. The, yeah. it, it was like everybody except four. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, he hung in there. He 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 got beat up. We're surprised. I think Trevor Maddox said, "I'm surprised he didn't fumble seven times." Oh, but the funny thing is, Cliff, the fumbles aren't his fault, right? See, I know you don't want to make this about the quarterback, Paul, but in the end, if your quarterback is supposed to be very good, then what else is your offense about? Then mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, where else do they do that? If your offense is not playing well, but your quarterback's supposed to be X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. at what point does any of that fall on the quarterback? Or are we supposed to just make it about everything else? I agree. Because even when we were healthy, mm-hmm. it wasn't like our offense was looking great. Still scoring 17 points, Cliff. He told us, wait till October. Mm-hmm. The quarterback said that. <laughs> Jesus. And since he made that comment that he's playing the best football of his career, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I think it's impossible to discuss our office without, dis- without discussing him. And right. I think I have a hard time s- believing that someone can honestly look me in the eye and tell me that we have five wins because our quarterback is good. Or no, well, not that he's good. That we have five wins because if we didn't have him, how would we have won these games? Well, how about the guy on uh, one of the local radio stations that said, if we didn't have him, we'd be one and 11? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Isn't that just a, it's just a crazy thing to say. I don't understand it, honestly. I, yeah, one of my favorite Twitter followers, Liz Lockroom, shout out to Liz, made a funny comment today, and she was just like, I've never seen. People in the local media cape for anybody the way they cape for this guy. And we talk about it all the time. It's almost as if there's no standard. As long mm-hmm. as Kirk doesn't play quote-unquote bad, I'm doing the air quotes, quote-unquote bad, and he gets his bag whenever he gets his bag, that it doesn't matter if we lose games 38-14 or we make the playoffs or whatever. As long as Kirk is straight, they're straight. But is what? that where we are as a fan base now, that we don't care about anything as long as Cousins is happy? 
Seems like it, man. I mean, we've been so bad at the quarterback position, these folks are getting excited over stats. And like, right. I, like I told both of you guys, fantasy football is ruining people's outlook on, like, the actual – what your eye test is telling you. Because, yeah, those stats are cute, but in the end, what did you do to help your team get a win? Right. And I, I got to say this, because – People are going to sound like we're hating on Kirk because we jumped right in on him. I, there's a lot of reasons why we lost on Monday night. And I don't know if I even put Kirk in the top five of those reasons. Like, Crowder had a bad game. The defense couldn't make a stop when it counted it, but they were worn down. You yeah, know, nah, the, Kirk's the, not the, in my top The O-line no. was, was awful for a lot of parts of the night for injuries or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's not just on Kirk. It, it's no. not just on Kirk. But, like, like last night, Eagles versus Seahawks. You see Russ Wilson out there, no running game. The offensive line is shit. And he's making play after play after play. And he's, he put his team on his back and carried him against a good quality Eagles defense. One of the dude, best in the NFL. Were, dude, not only did he carry him, these guys were home underdogs. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But then Versus you, a team that hasn't lost in weeks. But then yep. you take Kirk Cousins and you send him to Dallas against a 5-6 and six team without their best player on offense, without their, reeling. their best player on defense, mm-hmm. and you muster 14 points. And 14 at, points. at no point during the game – that I feel like we're in it. Even when we got that touchdown before half and it was seventeen seven, I was like, this game is not this game is not gonna be close. They're gonna blow us out. I mean, well, Dallas tried to keep us in the game because I mean the defense was doing their job. They had four three and outs. They started the game, yeah. Four three well, and outs. Listen, that game that game came down to about ten minutes of game time. It was like end of the first quarter up until the middle of the second quarter mm-hmm. when we had the turnovers that led to points, mm-hmm. right? We had a punt return for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It's now seventeen nothing in a game where where we gave away a points opportunity when Crowder uh, dropped that ball and it was intercepted. They didn't score after that, and then we left the punt, and then we have a fumble when we get the ball, mm-hmm. and then they were, then we have to we punt it back. Now it's ten nothing. Mm-hmm. Now they take it to the so now it's seventeen nothing against a team that really has done nothing to earn these seventeen. They points. did nothing. Nothing. Defense was doing their job. So, I don't know. You, they picked the wrong day to to be sloppy with the ball. I don't. Some people wanted to be like, "Well, they didn't have the effort." They didn't. Have, it's like, nah. No, you, I don't want to hear that. Was <laughs> sloppy because yeah. no one. I think I said this to you guys. No one up until that pet, that Crowder interception would have told me out sharp. We came. I felt like we came out aggressive. We did we swinging. We did. We just we didn't take care of the ball. You, you had three first-step turnovers, and you gave up a special teams touchdown. Mm-hmm. You're going to lose that game yep. against damn near any team in the league. We called so. them. And what did we say? Exactly. What did we say? I, I wish we had uh, uh, Mr. Peabody's time back machine right now so we could talk about the last podcast when we said, don't let Switzer return a punt and don't let Alf beat and you. And God damn it, what happened? Don't give them short field. Don't give them a fluke punt return. And sure enough, what did we do? It's like they yep. listened to the podcast. It was like, yep. okay, how can we let these three guys down? Let's do exactly do all what of these we things. should. Mm-hmm. We're going to do all of these things. Yep. Right. So Game you, short you. fields, let Alf gash you. And it, Switzer didn't make a play all day outside of that return, but that was enough. I mean, that play, that's the type of play Seven, that swings points. the game. It swings Absolutely. the entire game. It went from Absolutely. 10 nothing to 17 nothing in a blink of an eye, and then you, you just knew the game was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was going to be tough to come back. And look, see, this is – I think the question is, like, at what point, if your QB is so good, at what point are you supposed to be winning games, right? Mm -hmm. Like, seemingly since that Packers game – sorry, that Eagles game, 
2015, anytime we have a big game, we don't score a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, this has, been, this has become a consistent pattern. The playoff game, 2015, our offense had a good first quarter, non-existent the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. The two games towards the end of the last year, what did our offense do in those games versus Carolina and the Giants? They didn't even show up. Didn't do anything. Right? You played the Cowboys. This is the season. Mm-hmm. You scored 14 points. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Paul? Kind of follow up. I don't mean to cut you off, but when you said it was 17 nothing and we felt like it was over, honestly, we went down and scored. Yeah, it wasn't over. And, and we got the ball second half. And I don't know if you remember, Kirk, he started out second half pretty good. He made a good play. But then it's third and seven. And he throws a screen pass into the ground to Marshall. Yeah, that one, I can't, that one I can't explain. Even like when I was in this morning to Cooley and Shanks, I wanted to see what they'd say and if they would tape for Kirk and any such a blowout loss. And they, they even said, yeah, Kirk didn't play well. Kirk didn't play well. A lot of these check downs and, a lot, and that ball in the dirt, it, it, it's just – That ball in the dirt they, might have gone it's, it's clear. It's clear that Kirk didn't bring his A game. I don't think he's the reason we lost. No. He's not the reason but, we lost, but, but, but no, he no, definitely no. not saying he's the reason see, we lost. See, like, we no, need him to make listen. plays. But listen, guys. We can't be like he's not the reason we've lost when we are paying you to be the reason we win. I hear you on that, Cliff. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are too many games where his performance is indifferent to whether we win or lose. We need you to have games where you elevate your play for the whole game. Not for one drive. Not to make it 17 10. We, when is the last time we got a full game performance? It's versus the Packers when that shit secondary they had. His best game of his career, right? Yeah. I, so, so for me, it's like you, it's not about whether you're the reason we lost. It's that the discussion is over whether you are the quarterback to take us places in the future. And that it needs to be next season if you're mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Because we can't go eight and eight again next year. Right. What the hell are we paying for? And, and Kirk's not getting any younger, man. He's 30. I'm not saying he don't got years left, but <laughs> you're 30 years right. old. Your best season is nine and seven. So there needs to be games where you play well and we win the game. Like you play, not even well, great. I don't want to hear about a damn drive. Right? The, the team comes out Guys aren't sharp. Were you sharp? We wouldn't do this for any... My thing is we wouldn't have a bar like this for any other quarterback we considered to be a top one. So why, why are we having that with Kirk then? I don't know. This is like some weird battle that we've, we've, we've become intertwined in. I, I just don't understand it. I, I really don't get it. It's... Eh. But what about for the I, people I that who, say? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to. I didn't mean to cut you off. Was what about for the people that say we've never had a quarterback? You guys, you would root for a guy such as like a Patrick Ramsey, a Jason Campbell. You came for those guys. Those guys, they did nothing. You finally get a quarterback who can actually put some stats up. Well, that's who the thing. People, they always point to the stat sheet. I'll point to the damn uh, standings. Like you say, that oh, Kirk threw four thousand yards. Yada yada yada. He had this many touchdowns. This is passing rating. Yada yada. I'm like. For all those stats, he delivered a nine and seven record. He delivered an eight and eight record. Like, it, I don't give a damn about any of these analytics and stats. Like, people like love to throw stats in your face when it comes to Kirk. Did we win games? Did he win us a game? Yes, the defense has been bad. Yes, we're banged up. 
there, you can come with a million excuses to divert this from Kirk. But at the end of the day, good quarterbacks carry your team. Kirk doesn't carry us. I like I like Kirk, and I do think that Kirk has some value. But Kirk is not a thirty-four million dollar quarterback. I, I just can't stress see, that enough. I it's can't. not see for me. It's not about whether he's good or whether he's a thirty-four million dollar quarterback. I think he's been incredibly productive. Yeah, sure, really, sure. You yeah. can't argue with his production. Not at all. Right. We are a we are five and seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, if, we're not trending up, Cliff. I'm sorry. Right, but we're not exactly up. exactly. The, we people can say our defense is bad. Our defense has not been that bad this year. No, we had an average defense. Essentially, what do we, what do we say? They, Go ahead, Cliff. I keep cutting you off during your point, but because no, no, no. I knew you'd want to hear this. What do we say before the season? What a lot of people say. If the defense can just be average, Kirk will get him over the top. Yes or no? I know a lot of people said that. Yeah, I'm not saying we did, that. but go ahead. Our issue has been our offense. Mm-hmm. But you tell me a single team where your issue can be your offense mm-hmm. and no one makes it about the quarterback? The quarterbacks are required. Like, look. We have not in our wins. We have not been lighting up the scoreboard. No, our best offensive game was the Raiders game. Our defense was completely dominant. That game. I think we gave like 150 yards to offense. A, a plus effort that night. The Rams <laughs> game. We run for two something. Right. We mm-hmm. run for 200 plus yards. Mm-hmm. It's. I think I just feel like a lot of people have decided that they're okay with us winning eight games a year. And if the quarterback plays well, and it's like. It's just the re- the resolution is well. We'll just, we'll just get them next year. Mm-hmm. I think that's where some people have just left themselves. I agree. And my, that's kind of annoying. My how the bar has been lowered for the Washington Redskins. I I challenge, okay. I challenge anybody listening to this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you don't like the things that we're saying, I challenge you. Hop in my mentions whenever you listen, and I want you to tell me when is stats going to come above record for, in your opinion. Because if you go eight and eight again next, let's say Kirk gets the bag, and next year we go six and ten, mm. what are you gonna say then? That the is defense, not his fault. They'll say the defense is. Yeah, because listen, at this, some this point shit. you're gonna run out of scapegoats. Cliff, go ahead. Right? No, no, you're right. It's because you hear it all, mm-hmm. right? Schedule, which is like that is I don't even want to hear <laughs> about the schedule. I don't. <laughs> you didn't beat good teams because you're not a good team, mm-hmm. right? You hear injuries. Right when the season started and he wasn't playing well, it was well the receivers aren't good. Well, there's no rhythm yet. No rhythm. He doesn't trust these people. Mm-hmm. So if it's going to be constant, just like moving the bar, like moving the goalpost constantly, when for other quarterbacks in the league the expectation is W's. That's how quarterbacks are judged in the NFL. It has always been that way. Cliff, say it make... again. Cliff, say it again. That's how are quarterbacks judged in the NFL? Wins. Okay. I didn't make it this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. This is how it's always been. Exactly. Not, like, not, like, not going for 4,000 yards, 70% completion percentage. But go ahead, Paul. Go yeah, ahead. No, so this isn't like an apples-apples comparison, but let's just look at two quarterbacks who are in the Hall of Fame right now. Mm-hmm. Let's look at Troy Aikman and let's look at Terry Bradshaw. Like mm-hmm. I said, this is not apples-apples at all. But if you look at these two guys' career stats, it's probably worse than a lot of guys that are playing right now. But they have hardware. They have W's. Like, good for you, Kirk. You can put up 4,000 yards every year for the rest of your career, and you'll have, like, a 500 record. You'll, you'll finish your career, like, 56 and 61. Like, I want W's. I want to win games, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and the thing about it is they say, 
who's next? It doesn't matter who's next. I don't care. Right. I've already seen enough of Kirk. I've already, he's maxed out. Mm-hmm. There's not anything you can show me, Kirk, at this point that's going to change my opinion on you. Unless you just become some amazing quarterback overnight, you are what you are, and that's fine. But I want to win games. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about stats. But also think what people are missing is that once you pay Kirk this bag, there's no guarantee that when you start drafting that you're going to hit on all these draft picks. Right. And I don't know why people think we're going to do that. Right. Because if you look at our history, right. it's very rare. We get, we're lucky enough to hit on two of the draft picks. You'll hear the same fans who say we don't draft well. Because, see, I think people misinterpret. Because, you know, people get really sensitive about this subject when it mm-hmm. comes to the quarterback, right? And this is see, this isn't even about making it about cousins, in my opinion. It's not, man. It's this not. This is about how are we going to build our team mm-hmm. into a contending team consistently. We currently are not in the situation where we can pay a quarterback mm-hmm. that kind of money long term while also trying to build a consistent playoff roster. Mm-hmm. We just can't I don't think we are. We just if- aren't. Right, right. Folks, folks say, well, you got cap space. So what, we're projected, what, 60, 65 million cap space? Well, about well, half of that when you give Kirk 34. And keep in mind, you still have to re-sign some of your own players. Right. Corey, I said it. You have 20 guys on the last year of their deal. 20. Hey. How are you paying them? So, Any answers, Way? I think the question is just like, I think if you, uh, in the event that you decide to bring Cousins back, which there, there are reasons to bring them back. Sure it is. I think that's – see, I, I think the problem is that this has become so polarizing that if you say to someone that you don't know if it's in the best interest of our team to bring Kirk back, they immediately think that you don't think Cousins is good. Mm-hmm. Every single time, Cliff. The perf- like, I think I talked to you guys about this uh, during the game. This, is, this feels like an NBA scenario – where a player is putting up great numbers and you are now forced to give a max deal to someone who might not be a max player mm-hmm. and your team is only winning 40 games a year. So then when you give this player that contract, what is really changing about your team? Mm-hmm. The next season you win 40 games again, the player puts up great numbers. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what are we trying to do? Are we trying to win games or are we trying to have someone who's just putting up stats? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said so, best, like last week, you said, I want a GM that's going to make tough decisions. Getting rid of Cousins won't be popular. And, and matter of fact, I think it would be widely, you know, a a bad move perceived by the media. It'll be, nas- yeah, it'll be nationally that. ripped apart. Yeah, for they week, would, they for would weeks, tear the rest months. of the part if they let Kirk win. I mean, I'll let mm-hmm. Kirk walk, I should say. But at, at, at the end of the day, we're trying to win games here. We're not trying here to appease Kirk and the Kirk Hive. Mm-hmm. You, I, I, you know, like Cliff said it best, man. It's just stats are great. I love seeing them. I love looking at the at the stats and, and seeing Kirk in the top five of quarterback rating and yards sure. and completions. That's great. That's wonderful. Sure. We'll be at home in January looking at those stats while real quarterbacks are playing in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because what he says now, he won't, Russell Wilson will never put up the numbers Kirk has put up. Nope. But you know what Russ will be doing, Cliff? Playing in January. Not even just that. Who the hell would take him, him over? Dang. Russell. 
Well, <laughs> I, I'm sure there's some guys on Wom that would, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. But those people are stupid. Well, these are the same people. <laughs> no, those same up. people to say they would take Kirk Cousins over Cam Newton. Over Cam Newton. Damn. It's like, yo, in the end, you know what happens? Somehow his team always ends up with more points when it matters. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't have. Like, he finds a way, man. The. I think I asked this question before. If Cousins was a free agent, on an, if what if he wasn't on our team and he was on another team, and he was putting up these numbers, and his team was five and seven, would people be begging on the desk saying we need to sign him to change the the future of our franchise? Absolutely not, because I know Redskins fans. Absolutely not. Right. No. So then, why would you? So I think Absolutely it's not. Just where we're, we're at because this is a very important decision. It's going to determine the future of our team. That's why it's discussed so much. Mm-hmm. If you bring them back, we ha- we are would be in danger of becoming the Lions, but we're just fighting mm. to win eight nine games a year, and that's it. Mm. Let me ask you guys a question: If we were to bring in, let's just for example, let's say Baker Mayfield in the first round, what would you guys? Uh, what would you guys say is a good season for a new quarterback under the same regime and the same team? Get Kirk out of the picture. The money's gone. The money's allocated elsewhere. Would you mind taking a step back as long as there's a new quarterback taking snaps? As long as there's a plan, I don't see why not. That's my point. Thank you, Corey. Like, as long as there's a plan, because right now, what's the plan? I want somebody to explain me what the plan is right now. To go 8-8 eight and eight every year and make sure Kirk is happy? I want to see moves being made that's taking us to the playoffs or taking us to a contention for a Super Bowl. You know, if Kirk gets the bag and he get, delivers another eight and eight season, then we're stuck with a shitty contract and a team that can't win, won't win. Then what's the move? Well, they're going to say, and I'm, a, I'm speaking as if I'm the Kirk high, but no, no disrespect. They're going to say, well, we just need to draft. Right. And I'm, I'm with them on that because I do say it all the time. Like, there's no good team that drafts poorly. You gotta be able to supplement your team with free agents. Look what the mm-hmm. Eagles have done this offseason. Remember how mm-hmm. shitty their team was when they fired Chip Kelly? They drafted mm-hmm. a good quarterback on a low pay, pay scale that's not making barely any money, and they've just surrounded him with talent because they brought in veterans and they drafted well. When you only are drafting, you can't supplement your roster with free agents. You can only be so good. Hey, like Cliff facts. always says, man, you you usually pay the quarterback after you've won something. That's right. We haven't won anything. And Kirk's about to turn 30. I mean, I don't really care that he's about to turn 30. I mean, I'm just saying, you, you bro, see these quarterbacks like playing 20, for many, many years. He's not a spring chicken. And, uh, he's not a spring chicken, but the one thing that doesn't annoy me is when people make it seem like Kirk has barely played. Because this is his third full year what? starting. And he played a lot in the Griffin years as well when Griffin was hurt or benched or whatever. He's played a lot. Mm-hmm. He's not learning anything. He, that's why I say he's maxed out. He is what he is at this point. He'll give you some good games. He'll give you some head-scratching games. That's who Kirk Cousins is. If he played with more consistency, I wouldn't mind paying him whatever he wanted. But well, I've, first already, of, I've already seen that that's never going to be the case with him. Well, if ever. he played with more consistency, we wouldn't even be having this discussion because the team would be probably in a better situation. Not saying it's all on Kirk, but I'm just saying, I mean, let's be honest. Man, if the quarterback, hey, man, we're being real, man. The, the team goes as far as the quarterback can take him. I don't give a damn that you're banged up. <laughs> I'm glad you said I don't it. Care that, I don't care that people aren't playing well around him. Tell it to Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I, like, he would laugh in your face and go out and throw three dimes. You know what I'm saying? Let me hear. I don't think I'll ever hear Russell Wilson utter these words. There was too much trash around my feet in the pocket. All right. So I was, I was, I was well, unable to read or get to my read. Well, this is – see, I think the interesting thing is, you know, 
we've been in a situation. <laughs> Corey. No, because I'm just, I'm just frustrated, man. Very, I'm yeah. frustrated. I'm frustrated, man. man. Thursday night you. was Thursday night was frustrating because no one played well, right? The biggest game of the season, and really nobody stepped but, up. But Cliff, like you said, it was the same situation when we ended the season last year. Right. The same thing. Carolina yeah. and the Giants game, same situation. No one steps up, and that includes. That would include the quarterback in all these scenarios. So I feel like for whatever reason, people decide they want to change what standard it is now for a quarterback. But last I checked, man, you need to win games. Plain and simple. Right. I, I don't really want – I don't want to be a wild a team that fights for the wild card. <laughs> Not at all, man. I just because you can't do that year to year. This nope. means that some years you're going to win nine games, and, and some mm-hmm. years you're going to win six, or or four, or, four, or three. Right? <laughs> it's just going to fluctuate. Mm-hmm. I don't people get why. Say, I don't get why that's such a hard concept for people to get. Like, right. what's what's more likely that a team with a quarterback that's surrounded with talent goes deep in the playoffs, or a quarterback that's better than average? I would say middling to better than average. With a roster round that's iffy, will go deep in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. a thing where it's like, did their team mess up by not paying Kirk $18 million a year after 2015? Maybe. Did the team mess up by not paying him $24 million a year after 2016? Possibly. Wait, wait, wait. But, wait let, 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 me finish, let me finish my point. Yeah, yeah, finish my point. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> but at this point, I think anybody, Kirk Hive, anti-Kirk, can all agree on this. $34 million a year Mm-mm. is just too much. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. If they do it, I don't know how I don't know how next year is gonna go, man, because there's no way he's gonna be able to live up to that $34 million contract unless he goes to the Super Bowl or goes to the NFC championship game. And when we can't play, play pay players around him, how is that possible? It's gonna go just like this year's going, and it's gonna go just like last year went. Do you expect you're, you're gonna hover Bruce around Allen, seven or eight wins? Do you expect Bruce Allen to go out and just have some amazing draft? He's drafted well. I'll give him that. He has some, has some good drafts. But you're not going to be able to supplement a roster around Kirk Cousins where you go from, let's just say, 8-8 eight and eight this season to contending for a Super Bowl next year with just draft picks. It's impossible. Impossible. I mean, obviously we're going to need to move on. But I, sh- I, I, I know people keep saying, like, yeah, we should have signed him. X, Y, and Z. I'm glad you went back to that, Cliff. But you know, <laughs> you constantly do. You people really think he actually wants to be here? So it's, people can say, "Well, they should have signed him." But if the player doesn't want to sign here, then explain to me how this would have got done. I would have never thought I would see Redskins Nation caping for a player that doesn't even want to be here. Did what y'all see they, the, I, I don't want go ahead, Paul. I don't want to say, did y'all see the 1067 um interview today where the headline was Dan Snyder should get on his hands and knees and yeah, beg Kirk right. to stay and <laughs> and said, so What is it gonna take for you to stay? Is, is that really what y'all want? Y'all, <laughs> want y'all really want to see Dan Snyder on his knees yeah, beg you, this guy to stay? Y- y'all keep waiting for Snyder to do that. <laughs> yeah, good It'll luck. Like, that, but yeah, but it's not even that, it's the fact that y'all would rather have Kurt here. Then to move on and try and try something new, try something that might work better than three straight years around five hundred. It, it, it makes me sick, honestly. Well, mm-hmm. look, the thing is, Jesus. 
where we were three years ago compared to now, we are much better off, right? Right. But, Cliff, that's because the roster is getting better. No, sure, sure. I think for some people, this is good enough. That is if we are an eight win, eight, if we're winning seven to eight, nine games, because the thing is, in an NFL season for any team, you can come up with reasons why you lost a couple games, right? Oh, well, we should have won this game. Oh, we should have won that. You can say that for a lot of teams after a season's over, right? I think people are fine with us winning eight games, nine games, potentially competing for a playoff spot. But then when the season's over, they can go, well, at least we know we have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yep. And maybe if you hit on some draft picks, mm-hmm. yep. then we can start doing yep. bigger things. Maybe if we hit on some draft picks. But the thing is, we've <laughs> never in the history of this league never. seen that work. Nope. So and why the hell would it work for our dysfunctional-ass franchise? That's a good question. I mean, people are just I, – I, I think that <laughs> people are just <sighs> used to the years when we were going 3-13 and 13 and 4-11 and – or, or four and twelve and five uh-huh. and eleven and being like, oh well, nine and seven is not that bad in comparison. I'm glad you said that, Paul. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take mm-hmm. for you to get sick of that? Because what a, a lot of I already am. I'm probably no, no, no. Because yeah. you see, you don't understand. They won't get sick of it. They'll just they're, blame someone. Absolutely. So then it'll be Jake Gruden's fault. It's already see, started. See, as far as I see, the Kirk people, the Kirkistanis, <laughs> next season if Kirk is back and we don't play well, they're going to say. That Jay Gruden needs to go. When Jay is the one to put him on, right. we're going to blame Jay. It's, it's going to be <laughs> because this year it's been injuries, it's been schedule, it's mm-hmm. been receivers. Defense. Let's defense in some games, even though mm-hmm. they've been the games where we win, the defense plays well. Oh, right. absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So next year, if we give you another receiver and we, and our defense is again, maybe it's average, but we win seven or eight games again. Then it's going to be, well, what about the coach? What about his clock management? What mm-hmm. about the – it will be somebody else. Because we spent a lot of times losing here, and a lot of people in our fan base felt like, well, if we just had a good quarterback, we would compete with these top teams, right? Mm-hmm. Now we have a good quarterback, and we're still not really competing with these teams. Yep. Because it's not that simple. Right. There's, it, a, it, gap, there's a gap between – the great quarterbacks in the league and the good ones. It's a huge gap. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it on paper, but when you watch it with your eyes, it is very clear. Yeah. Somebody on Twitter actually was roasting me the other day. It's actually one of my friends, and he was saying something like, you're mad at Kirk doesn't because he doesn't have the it factor, it factor, it factor. I'm like, first of all, I never say anything about it factor, but at the same time, at the same time, you point to these stats and you say it fact the it factor doesn't matter. Yeah, like what? Are, like, are, like, are you serious? <laughs> For the first, it, I, to, to me, it factor is all that matters, man. Well, like, I gotta believe my quarterback is gonna win us a tough game. I, I gotta believe that when the that. chips are down and when you're in a tough spot, that your quarterback's gonna come through. I, I, right. I, I feel bad saying this because I like Kirk, I guess personally or whatever, but I just don't. I don't feel that way about Kirk. I don't think that he's the type of guy that will nut up and win us a game that we need in the last second, you know? Wait I just don't second. feel that way. Someone told you you don't like Kirk because he doesn't have the it factor. Somebody told me that. Okay. I don't like, yeah, so pretty much. why the hell would we give a quarterback that doesn't have the it factor $34 million 
to get our team over the top if he doesn't have the it factor. Basically, he's proven your point, is he not? Oh, the, he he just pointed the stats like, oh, look at the analytics. Get the fuck out of here. I don't. I mean, we get, <laughs> everybody loves these stats, man. And listen, I, you, you guys will be. I am very pro stats, right? But Cliff, right, I like. But, I have but, no problem with stats, but, listen, too, but don't talk to me I, about completion I, percentage I, and passing yards. I, I don't, don't want to hear that shit. Those stats, when it comes to quarterbacks, I don't really care about completion percentage. Come on, man. Nuts. Because you know, has anybody looked at Josh McCown's stats from this year? Hey. <laughs> I'm good. I already know where right? you're going. Like I, mean, I have, really but go ahead and talk about it. His stats are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would be like, well, you need to get like, you see <laughs> like because we're in an era where Gosh. everyone is putting up. It's pretty hard for a quarterback to be complete trash stats wise. Yes. Right. Unless you're Tom Savage. Right. <laughs> like right. Blake Bortles doesn't have awful stats. <laughs> Relative to like 15 years ago, he doesn't. Right. Bortles threw for Bortles had a good game yesterday. Right. I think he threw for like 300, couple oh, touchdowns. That's the thing. Like people look at Blake Bortles' stats this season, but I think it's universally known that Blake Bortles really isn't that good. Right. He's trash. He's garbage. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, so the hell with your stats? I don't want to hear about that shit. Um, I just <sighs> think there's more to. I think this is a bigger question about how you want to go about building your team. And if you decide that you want to pay, because once you pay, in my opinion, once you pay a quarterback that kind of money, you should be ready to win. Are we ready to win next year? But no, see, the counter that people say you is, well, that's the market, right? But, but sometimes you know what it takes <sighs> from smart teams to go counter to what? All the idiots are doing. Mm-hmm. That yep. is what the smart team. If every team, because if you go look at the list of the highest paid QBs in the league, half the list is full of dumbass teams paying quarterbacks money that they probably should not be getting. Because it was the thing to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Just because, well, he's in the building. Literally, we are paying you this money because you happen to already be here. Old Redskins would do that, Cliff. I, you, you, you pointed out. Pre well, I, you pointed this out before the season even started. Kind of when Kirk signed the tag, and when Bruce, remember Bruce had his press conference about we offered Kirk such and such. Long story short, I think Bruce is going to do the. Bruce is not giving Kirk that money, man. I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think he wants. I don't think Kirk is going to take it, even if you offered it. Well, to that's him. that's true too. So, and you know what's funny is throughout all of this, the last three years, and this has become the Kirk Pod, by the way. <laughs> which is exactly what we hoped that we didn't we want didn't to want to do that <laughs> but look the, the last three years we've constantly heard what we have offered him mm-hmm. we have not once ever heard a counter what he actually exactly wants. exactly Cliff, I'm, I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. i'm sure you guys read that uh little clip by dan helly that was mm-hmm. making rounds on twitter today right mm-hmm. part, one part that stuck out to me the most is that he has it on good authority that the reason why kirk didn't even counter the offer is that he was terrified that the Redskins would accept it because he doesn't really want to be here. If that's the case, if he really truly doesn't want to be here, I guess you didn't read it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I did not. He said that he was he didn't counter because he was afraid the Redskins would accept it because he doesn't really want to be here. He's got to go. Even if he came through with an astronomical go. figure, he's got to go. And the Redskins were willing to pay it. That he wouldn't have been happy being. I can't believe we're actually begging somebody to be the face of our friends. But guys, doesn't this make you call into question 
some things about his play. Like how conservative he plays now. Wow. Right? If, I, if, if, that. So I just ruined Corey's night. <laughs> Pour up that Paul, crown. Cliff, I'm sorry, Cliff, but are you, Paul, can you say that line one more time? I'm sorry. You might have to, you might have to cut this part out. I'm sorry. <laughs> say that again. He said that he never countered the Redskins offer from this past offseason because he was terrified that no matter what the figure was, big or small, that the residents would accept it and he'd be stuck here. Right. That's what he said. But guys, wow. think about what. Wow. So, so wow. this is my thing when it comes to something like that. Mm. You think about how he has played the last two seasons. Conservative. And how cons- much more conservative mm-hmm. his play has got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the stats always look good in the end for Kirk. Right? 50-50 balls. Doesn't want to throw him. Uh, he's been taking more shots, but no, no, I mean, he's no, taking no, more shots. No, but, he... no but, but Paul, hear me out, right? This then means to me, you could possibly conceive that winning games is not actually mm-hmm. winning games for our team isn't necessarily the most important thing to him. Wow, man! Because he doesn't want to be here, right? <sighs> It's possible the most important thing to him is making sure that someone else wants him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I this mean, is a guy, co- this is a guy. Did you that shit he said about sacks the other day after the Cowboys game, or was it the Cowboys game or the Giants game? Giants, game, the Giants game. Where he said he was taking sacks on purpose, which I have never like what ever heard. What are you talking about, bruh? What, what quarterback says that? One that that's concerned with his stats and how his stats will reflect upon his future contract negotiations. Right. I guess. But no, because no. But when you think about it, this is the what other motivation would there be to constantly dump the ball off? There were we saw plays versus Dallas where it was like third and seven, mm-hmm. third and eight, and yep. he literally hit his back step and just dumped it off immediately. Quick as shit. Pressure. Mm-hmm. It's clean. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be super heated. <laughs> Next year, when I turn on a Jacksonville Jaguars game, and you see Kirk out there with a fresh, brand new contract, just dropping dimes left and right, because you know that's what's going to happen. He's going to get that's a bag not. from somebody, and all of a sudden, he's going to be amazing. And it's not going to happen. Mm-mm. See, I, not, I hear what you're saying, though, Paul. I, I do I hear know what you're, you're saying. Running with that, I know where you're running with that, but I don't see. It. I think Cousins has benefited here from being in a place where there literally are no expectations for him. None. There have not been ex- there were expectations when he was named starter. Nope. There have not really been expectations since he started playing well. He can't be when any I, worse than Griffin. Griffin and when I say expectations, I mean there's literally no expectation for you to win games. Mm-hmm. Zero. Mm-hmm. You sign with the Jaguars, their expectation will be AFC title game minimum. Right. Minimum. Because that's what they're missing. All they're really missing is a good quarterback. So what were the expectations coming into this season, fellas? Dude, I've been asking you guys this all season. I'm trying. <laughs> Are you talking about for Kirk or for the, the for, team? For the team, because now that Cliff, now that you said that, you kind of opened my eye to something. What was the actual expectation for this team? There didn't seem to be any. It didn't. It really didn't. Here's my thing, and I'll say this: my expectation was that we would take a step forward, and I, I said this in the summer. There was a scenario where the team would win less games but look better, and I think be that to yeah. this point, mm-hmm. you that kind that. of came to fruition. I think the defense is better. I think the offense is, is has taken a step back, but I think Kirk is probably having his best statistical season of all. I mean, I think that's fair, right? 
But when I watch games on Sundays and Thursdays and Mondays or whatever, and I see Kirk out there being timid and not trying to make any mistakes, it just it's just like, how far are we really going to go with this guy? Because I want my quarterback to take chances. Kirk, Kirk takes chances only when it, it, everything is a calculated risk. Mm-hmm. There are no 50-50 balls. There, there are 75-25 balls, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not out there just gunslinging, trying to make plays. He just is protecting the Kirk brand. I just – I can't rock with that. I can't get down with that. Maybe y'all can, but I can't. I can't get over You just told me that he said he's terrified the team might have actually accepted the offer. If that does not stand out to Redskins fans, especially the Kirk fans, like, I don't know what else you need to hear, man. He'll, like, they'll, they'll say, well, why wow. would you want to be here? You don't treat him right. I'm like, y'all sound like a thirsty ex right because now. Because he has treat one- him right. There's 32 starting NFL quarterbacks in the United States of America. That's why. You're getting paid millions of dollars. Dude, you and you're can playing say, mediocre. Oh, I don't want to be – like, do they want me here? They've given you 44 mil over the last two years. And furthermore, man, it just makes you question so much of what is going on around here. Oh, my gosh. And the, the, I think the funniest thing about it is, oh because it's us, this is, this is to, I think part of the reason it's the, co- the coverage has been so pro-Cousins is because it's us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's been such a train wreck of the mm-hmm. franchise. Mm-hmm. That's when they so, go into the, my back clip, but that's when they usually say, well, look at the history of the quarterbacks that Washington right, had. Right, what are they right. going to do? And it's, it's like, that's fair. What are we going to do? But what if the guy doesn't want to be here? Then they'll say, well, you alienated him. You should have signed him when you had the chance. But that, yeah. that, that's neither here nor there. The- it's not even that it's neither here nor there. How do we know he wanted to be here mm-hmm. after 2015? How do we, we know he even know wanted that. to be here in 2012 when he got drafted behind Robert He didn't. Griffin? I think he's kind well, of made it clear that he didn't want to be here when we drafted him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think he said that in interviews, that he mm-hmm. didn't like the fact that he was drafted here. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know, man. I, I think wow, I this is the complete that. direction of our team. This is going to lead to people being fired or getting contracts. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just one decision. Let's talk about this now because we talked about Kirk at length at this point. We need to talk about the rest of the season and, and a direction that this franchise is going to be going in, not just for the rest of 2017, but 2018 and moving forward. You're five and seven, the season's over. You got guys to resign. The Kirk drama is going to be endless mm. for, the, for the next six months or, or so. Yep. Where's the direction? What do you think we're going to do? It's a hard question. I wish I we really, had answers, but we don't. I, w- I wish I had an answer for you. What are we going to do with what? Building with this what roster. Exactly? Oh, building this roster, trying to get this team to a respect, respectability again. See, well, exactly. you got no, to you you figure out what you're going to do with the quarterback situation first where you can determine where, where the team's going or who's going to be here. And... The truth is we are a respectable team. But I don't want to be fucking respectable. Hey, we're, not, we're not the Browns, bro. We're not the Jags. Like, well, uh, I don't know. No, 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 no we're not really the Paul, Paul, you understand what I'm saying? We may not live on the same street as the Browns, but we're on the same block. No, we are not the Browns, Paul. I'm just saying based on our history as a franchise, where we've been at. We're, we're not, not them. Teams. We're not. People can like we aren't the Lions. And we've accepted so, this. So video. you know what? For the Detroit, for the Detroit Lions, maybe trying to win eight nine games a year is good. Like because 
they have had their whole franchise has been trashed since forever. Mm-hmm. Right? They have no period of time where they were actually good. They had Barry ever. and they were trash. The Browns have <laughs> sucked literally for 30 years straight and they've only had a couple years stretch and they were good. Other than that, they have also stuck forever. Mm-hmm. We aren't like them. If you want to make it that well, fighting for wild cards is good enough, then just come out and say it. Like what? <laughs> is that the goal? But if like that is the, the the problem is we are in a division where that is not the goal for the other three teams. In our division. Absolutely not. So the idea that we would accept that is our goal is pathetic. Gosh, it really is. That's just beyond frustrating. We're okay we with go- being in a battle for a wild card berth every year. That's that's where we're at now. And oh my god. And essentially what ends up happening is any year the conference is good, that means you won't make the playoffs. Absolutely. Right. And the conference is good this year. And it just happened to because going into the season, we had a third place schedule. Mm-hmm. And we thought, oh well, you know, that team might not be that good. This team X might not be that good. Mm-hmm. It just turned out no, we ended up playing the best teams in the conference. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The third place representative from the NFC North and South were the Saints and the Vikings, the two best teams in right. the NFC right now. I, I think the only, it's looking like right now the only playoff team we will not play this year is Carolina. Right. Right. The other five teams are teams we've played. Mm. Yeah. And we'll be winning two games. Hey, hey but you got to play your schedule. I hear you. Right. I know you're not but making you gotta, excuses. You got to play schedule. Yeah, you got to so, play. You got you to win games, man. So who is to say that next year the same shit won't happen? Mm-hmm. Exactly. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. You need to build a roster that is good enough to where it doesn't matter who you're playing. Or you need to have a quarterback that is so good that it also doesn't matter who you're playing. We have neither of those. Well, we have neither of those, but the folks are willing to pay this guy 30 to 34 million a year and not allow yourself to build your team or build your roster. You're just going to bank on seven, seven draft picks and hope that we hit on maybe three or four. When usually the history of the Redskins, you might hit on one or two. Look, we got really lucky when we got Jonathan Allen. You're damn right we did it. Because players that with that level of pedigree they don't are come rarely here. available. It's like they don't come here. They're rarely available at the number we picked. No doubt. No doubt. Like it's so we're gonna have a pick in the same neighborhood again this year. Mm-hmm. We are not getting a player well, Jonathan they, Allen. Well, Redskins didn't well, Kirk Hive is just expecting another Jonathan Allen to fall into our lap, Cliff. You know? That's essentially what we'd be counting on. Um, listen, Doxon, we'll see what happens with Doxon the rest of the year. I will be extremely pissed off if the next four weeks he gets 10 targets a game. I actually don't want you to throw the ball to him. This again, I've been throwing it to him before. If I see you come out here when the season's over and constantly throw the ball to him, I'm going to be furious. But it would only be right that we do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, kind of like how we said about the game versus Dallas. We're it's only right that we give them short fields, let them return a punt. It'd be only right going forward that Kirk looks for Dotson 12 to 13 times a game. I will be furious. I will, he, you know what? Dot might get his first 100-yard game next week. Right. One, not only that, he, he, they would have successfully tanked my fantasy season. <laughs> I've been starting for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh. I'm like, plus, and now you want to target Dotson 12 times a game? Oh, y'all owe me $100. <laughs> so, like, oh, there are only man. a couple guys that we're gonna that we actually get a, a, like young players that we need to know about. Everybody else is kind of it's kind of clear on the roster. 
right? We know what we have on our roster, and we know where our holes are. I think it's clear that the quarterback is not good. He is good, but he is not good enough to make up for our roster shortcomings. There's still holes on this roster, man. That's just the real. Gosh. As there should be. Because the year we, the the, the truth is, the year we won the division, no one, we didn't think we were going to be in contention. We sure didn't. (laughs) We got lucky. Cowboys are trash. Right, Cowboys are trash. trash. Eagles, the division was trash that year. Mm -hmm. Right. And we played Sam Bradford. We played that was Chip Kelly's last good team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they weren't even that good. Yeah. Um, This is a scenario we're in. Because the Giants are not going to be terrible next year. I, I will bet any amount of money. Just just because the way everything is unfolding in New York, you yeah. know they're not going to be bad. They're next not going to be bad next year. Mm-hmm. Right. Not. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of teams in the NFC that are poised for a, a, a nice, lengthy span of being successful. This, the Saints are building their, their run game. You know, the, the Panthers always have Cam. The, the Falcons at any time can just go from Matt to Julio and, and just blow you up. The whole mm-hmm. NFC East is good. It, it like... The West, you have the Rams coming up. You have the, the Seahawks or the Seahawks. Like, how are you going to make the playoffs standing pad when all these teams around you are getting Jimmy's, so much better? Don't, don't forget about Jimmy G out San Fran. I know San Fran got a little ways to go, but I mean, hey. they, they got a ways to go. They got a ways to go, you know. But those teams is going to be coming up. There, next there year, are bro. teams, and yeah, from year to year, you can't count on anybody. Mm-hmm. Who knows? The Eagles next year could be four and twelve. You have no idea. But I, I would have more faith. Being an Eagles fan right now, looking at my team and my core players who are locked up through 2020, 2021, then being a Redskins fan right now and being like, okay, we have a quarterback that doesn't want to be here, that's not even signed, and a roster full of uncertainty. Like, it, it's just. It's, it's not that our roster is full of uncertainty, right? It's not that it's full of uncertainty. Because we actually do have, we are starting to. We build got a solid core yeah, of I, good yep. young mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We have a left tackle. We have a right tackle. Mm-hmm. A guard. A guard. We have our future bookend tackles. How many teams in the league can say they have their left tackle and right tackle for the next five years? Not mm-hmm. that many. We clearly have a receiver that could potentially be a mm-hmm. dominant number one receiver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have young corners. We have a mm-hmm. young, we have a very good young defensive lineman that we just drafted. Well, uh, we got a, 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 we, pair, we got a buddy. pair of them. We got we have a, a pair. Yep. Yeah, we got a buddy next looks like we have a pair of them. Mm-hmm. We just we need impact players. That's where we are short. Yep. We don't have an impact pass rusher. Nope. Right. We don't have an impact running back. But you, the, what we also don't have is an impact quarterback. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have an impact quarterback who's capable of making up for the fact that you don't have impact players in other spots. You're not going to win, right? Then you're not really going to win that many games. You're not. You're just like, look, Case Keenum's out here winning. He's got impact players all over his defense. I'm glad like, you said that, Cliff, because it's funny because Redskins fans are still out here frying Case Keenum. Oh, what are we going to do? Go get Case Keenum? Well, look at Case Keenum. <laughs> <laughs> right. Look at Case right now. <laughs> so, look, right. At, look at that Vikings roster right you now. Can't tell, you right. can't tell Case Keenum shit right now. Come on, man. He's balling. So, but, so they got a. Obviously, feeling they got digs, they got Everson Griffin, mm-hmm. linebackers that can run. Xavier Rhodes, one of the best corners in the league. Yep, a top safety, Harrison mm-hmm. Smith. They Anthony built the hell out of that roster, man. Um, what's his name? The kid from the Giants on their D line. Linville Joseph. Linville Joseph. They like, built the hell out that roster. 
you can only do all that when you aren't paying your imagine trying to do that while built, built, paying your quarterback. You can't. You can't. You can't do it. Like to me, they currently probably have the best roster in the NFC. They built right. the hell out of that mm. roster. I love my, I, no, they do. I think they do. I, I mean, the I, I, think that, I, think I would argue it would be between the Eagles and the and the Vikings. I say what you want, but the Eagles, their defense is loaded. loaded. I'm not no well, Paul. No disrespect to the Eagles, no, but I would, the I, Eagles? I would probably go with that Vikings roster. The Vikings have better talent than them. The Vikings have a way better second. Don't forget, Cliff didn't mention their their running back that just tore his ACL right. not too long ago. <laughs> Dalvin <laughs> Cook. <laughs> Paul, the, the, the Vikings have a front seven that is as arguably as good as the Vikings, the Eagles. I think it's and better. The secondary is better. The secondary is okay. better. Lot, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. right. The, the biggest difference between them and the Eagles is the Eagles have a better offensive line than them, mm-hmm. but they don't have Thielen and Diggs. Mm-hmm. Sure don't. Right. Like they are the best roster currently in the NFC. Although they do got my man Aguilar, much respect to Aguilar because you, I know you guys see him now, but we won't go there. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> taping for these Trojans. Uh, I don't know how you end up building a roster of that level while trying. You know, they signed Lavelle Joseph in free agency. Great pickup, right? Um, they had a lot of picks, but this is the things that you do when you're trying because they they weren't trying to win. Right, so you can go rebuilding your roster through the draft when the goal isn't solely winning. Right, like you can't be, like you see, you guys see what I'm saying? Yeah, they build- you, can, you can be like, well, we're gonna trade back, we're gonna do all these things because we're trying, we're only trying to make the roster better. You can't have someone like Cousins on your team and then say, well. We don't really care if we win a lot of games. Nah, it doesn't yeah. work that way. Right. I, I think I'm going to go back to something that you said a couple podcasts ago that kind of like, it, it makes a lot of sense. And, and especially today, it makes a ton of sense. It's like our timeline is, isn't set up right now for paying Kirk Cousins what he wants it's to make. Not. It's no. not. I'm, gl- I'm glad this, you just said Because that the too. team isn't ready to contend mm-hmm. for a Super Bowl. If nope. we were one player away, mm-hmm. sure, why not? Give him the mm-hmm. bag. It makes sense. That the Jaguars would pay Kirk Cousins because they're ready to go. They're mm-hmm. missing a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They're they're ready to rock and roll and contend for a bowl. You know what I'm saying? But we're not the Jaguars. They're, I, I know it sounds weird saying that the Jaguars roster is so much better than ours at this point. Unbelievable. Not even their roster. They have a dominant, dominant defense. Mm-hmm. Dominant. dominant. <laughs> like straight dominant. up. Yes. Yeah. All right, so like their offense is not that good. It's like talent-wise, it's not. I, I mean, mean, I mean, they, sucks, you're, you're right. They got that, the but, kid. but they have something that you could hang your head on. Like we right. always talk about this team and their lack of an identity. The Jaguars are going to bust your skull every right. Sunday on defense. They got well, great. Well, the great head coach told rushes. us they they hope they would never have to throw the ball. They hand the ball off the fournette and hope their defense comes and shows up because Bortles is not the answer. So, right. really, they have something to hang their hat on. Run so, they spend a lot of time with, like, eight guys in the box versus Absolutely. four net, but then they don't really have the explosion, the explosive receivers with Allen Robinson out especially, although Marquis Lee's having a decent year, right? He is. Marquis Lee's a slot receiver. Is he better course, than Jameson Crowder? But is he better than Jameson Crowder? <laughs> Probably not. No. Right? Give me Crowder. Their tight ends, they're kind of weak, right? O-line is okay. It's like Give a- me Jordan Reed. So it's not like he'd be walking on to a, a team where the offensive talent is there. It's just that the defense is incredible. You know, I've always incredible. told you, fellas, man. Just best pair of cornerbacks in the NFL. Honestly, I've always the, 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 the best that. the best three cornerbacks in the NFL on any roster. 
Build your defense. And their dude, their defensive line, they lead the league in sacks by a huge gap. Yes. Huge gap. If you don't have a super quarterback, build your roster, i.e., build your defense. What's Calais Campbell have? Like 12 and a half, 13 sacks? Yeah. 13. Playing D tackle. How is that even possible? See, the thing is, and this is part of my point, right? If there's a Calais Campbell level player available this winter, or sorry, in the offseason, because we have no idea who's getting cut. We couldn't sign him. I think it's what people don't understand. If let's say a top player was cut, a job for because we know people are gonna get cut mm-hmm. that we don't that we can't predict now, we wouldn't be able to sign any of these people. We are we were we are most likely if we bring cousins back, we are in a scenario where we will literally probably be bringing back the exact same roster with yep. some minor tweaks, maybe some some cheaper free agents added. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, we're not going to be fortunate. It's like unlikely we're fortunate to get someone like Zach Brown again, right? Because the available like we got lucky that someone like Zach Brown was available. That's probably why the team is working on an extension for him now, Cliff. <laughs> no, right, but I'm saying like, no, I feel you though. I'm with you. Next year, Zach Brown. There probably won't be one. No. So then we're returning the exact same team with maybe a couple low-level free agents, mm-hmm. and then it's the draft class. Yep. You're basically returning another eight-win team. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then and then if there happens to be an 11-win team in our division again, then you have no shot. Would you know there's going to be? What is our division record the last two years? I don't know. This year, the one and four. Last four. year, they swept the Eagles. We got swept by Dallas. And we swept with the Giants, so three and three. Year before that? Year before that, I think the they were Eagles. pretty good in the division. I think they lost to Dallas once. They swept the Eagles. Did we get swept by the Giants two years ago? In 2015? Um, that's a good no, question. no. We, we, no, we, we, we split. We split. Yeah. So, three and three there. Yeah, so you're pretty much just average to below average in, amongst these division games. Look, fought- but the last two years, right? Mm-hmm. The best team in the division hasn't been us. You've not no. beat those teams. No, we're zero and four, right? And none of the, the the only game where it's like so we lost the first one to Dallas. We all know how that happened two years or last season. We all know what happened. In the end. We need to be building a team that can win 11 to 12 games because that's what the hell everybody else in the division is doing, man. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up. Paul always says it, though. Paul always – and I give you credit for that, Paul, because you always say we need to try to keep up with everybody in the division. And not saying we just need to do that, but when you think about it, <laughs> we're trending the wrong way. And honestly, I was, just, I was just saying about this. I don't mean to cut you off, but honestly, at this point, I, I could give a damn next year if they win – Five games. Like, I, I honestly would rather them just take a step back and build this team the right way than to continue this course. Because if you pay Cousins and you can't pay anybody else and you can't improve this roster, it's just going to be another year 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, I'm, I'm tired of it. I don't care about going 8-8 eight and eight anymore. I want to see this team either get good or just get shitty and rebuild. Like, I think... That's I think Bruce at. knows that, man. Cliff, I think your guy Bruce yeah. knows that, man. <laughs> My guy Bruce. <laughs> no, but Cliff, you said it though, <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny. You said that. I think he knows that, man. Because if you look at the other two teams in division, right, currently, mm-hmm. obviously the, the Giants, who knows what they're going to do about quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. 
the Eagles aren't paying Car- they're paying Carson Wentz number two pick money right mm-hmm. currently. He's in year two. Yeah. Dak is not making much of anything. I think this is about to be the first off season where the Cowboys might actually have cap space oh because gosh. they haven't had cap space, so they could add to that defense now. Right. I think that's I think that's true. I have to. Obviously, I should probably look that up. Before I probably. It. I mean, Romo's contract is off the books. I mean, yep. you're not paying Dak or Zeke anything. Yeah, because I mean, one of their, their main issues all their money is that, goes to their old line. <laughs> right. One right. of their issues is that they've had no cap space because they spent a lot of time trying to, you know, give out. Uh, they were over the cap going in the last year, if I remember that correctly. Yeah, they were. They were, they were struggling to get under the cap. So we we are currently kind of behind the Eagles. The Cowboys have beat us twice. That's just reality. We're 0-4 against the two teams ahead of our division. And they beat us without Zeke. They've been playing like trash, and they still – not only they beat us, they kicked the shit out of us. They whooped our ass, man. They mm-hmm. whooped our ass on national television. They got our ass whooped. So that's got – like, this is – Thursday was a humbling thing to go through. It was. Because it's a reminder, we are far – we are not as close as we thought – you know what I'm saying? We're just not as close as we thought. But that should tell a lot of the Kirkistanis, like you said, if we're not that close and if we know we're, <laughs> we're not competing with these teams, then you're not paying this guy $34 million, man. I mean, it's cute. He had the stats. We enjoyed it. Appreciate it, Kirk. You've been a serviceable quarterback. We appreciate it. With that said, it's time to move on and we need to build the roster so we can become competitive with these teams because clearly Kirk's not beating these guys. I'm, and I, I, I shouldn't even say it like that. I shouldn't say it. I should say with Kirk, we're not beating these teams. I'm, I'm not going to say Kirk is not beating the, these guys because it doesn't come down to one person, but yeah, but the thing about is this like, guy, t- sorry, Corey, go ahead. No, I was just going to say you paying this guy $34 million and just banking on draft picks. That's just not going to get it done. Period. Right. And this kind of reflects on what you guys were just talking about with being lucky to get Zach Brown. A couple of years ago, when Kirk wasn't making any money, you had the luxury of having a guy like Pierre Jack Pierre Garcon mm-hmm. and Deshaun Jackson who yep. just fell in your lap. Good point, bro. Just fell in your lap. Right. I mean, we signed Deshaun. What? What we signed Deshaun? Twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. You gave him a three year, twenty four million dollar contract based simply on the strength that the Eagles cut him for no reason. That's why you mm-hmm. were so lucky to get him and get him at a decent price. Mm-hmm. When's the next time you're going to get a Deshaun level type talent com- coming in here to play wide receiver? And, yeah, that's the thing. So you wouldn't even be able Still to waiting. sign these people. <laughs> like, in the event that you do give this – a Josh Norman-level player at yeah, any position somehow became available, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to add him. You won't have it. You won't have the space. And we got to upgrade. We're going to need to add a tight end. Probably have to draft a young tight end. Right, so mm-hmm. I think when people are like, "Well, you can build through the draft," but it's like, you know, not every draft picks in, draft packs impact is solely for the next season. Mm-hmm. That's not how you draft. It's just not how you draft. Sometimes you draft guys who are going to be marginal players. Okay, sometimes these players need to develop. Exactly. <laughs> Kendall Fuller, year one, wasn't a good player. Everybody wanted to get rid of him. Ionitis. They wanted they, to get rid of him. Gave us nothing. Mm-hmm. Year two, so <laughs> I don't know. It, this is gonna be interesting. I just think it's gonna—it's a tough decision to make. And while I think Cousins is good, he's shown himself to be a good player. 
I don't think he's good enough for us to not for, for us to not for us to just ride it out with him and say well, we can get to the places we want to go with him signing him next season. Unless you don't really want to go places, which I'm kind of worried that some people in our fan base don't really care if we don't win the division or contend for Super Bowls. So that's where wow. I'm at. That's I, where we're at as a franchise. That's the impression I get. Like, what other impression can I be left with? Three-time Super Bowl champion, Washington Redskins. The fan base is, in 2017, we're okay with me, being mediocre. Eight and eight. Dude, the game, the game ends on Jesus. Thursday, and our fan base is, goes, does the same old shit where they bicker over the quarterback. Mm-hmm. After we just played a terrible game, in the, probably the biggest game of our season, mm-hmm. it's still about Kirk. Yep, the, the Kirk, the Kirk people still ran on Twitter and told us how we lost, but it wasn't his fault. Because mm-hmm. it seems to be all they care about. Mm-hmm. I, I was just about to say it's, it's crazy that game in, game out, win or lose, it's always the same people who are rushing to Twitter or rushing to their microphones on the local radio stations, just talking about Kirk and how it's not "quote unquote" his fault. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's nonstop. It, it honestly reminds me of. Something else that's going on in this country right now where a certain population of people are always quick to rush to just cape for one person and, t- and always say, oh, well, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. Mm-hmm. I'm not no, trying to hear tr- all that shit. It's mm-hmm. the truth, man. And, and I know people want to bring up how it was when Griffin was here. That's, that's the first thing they go right? to, Cliff. But you know what? Our team was worse then than it is now. <laughs> but people forget that. And we, forget won, that. we won 10 games. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you understand what you're saying when you bring that up? Right. Because our roster compared to this, it was trash. Oh my right. gosh. Griffin's out there balling with Josh Morgan. Where did he do that at? <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, real nah, real shit. Hey, that's real, bro. Our defense was worse. <laughs> right. It's, absolutely. Right. So right. Any, from now from now on, anytime somebody talks about Kirk, I'm gonna say Kirk has Jordan Reed. And Josh Dotson, Griff had Logan Paulson and Josh Morgan. Like, for real. Like, real fucking talk. And, 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 no, straight up. And I only say that because there is a level of QB play that can carry a bad roster. Mm-hmm. And we were fortunate in 2012 to have a quarterback who had a season where he played at a level that was so high he could take a poor roster to a division title. Mm-hmm. That's just a real whether, whether you want to know what happened afterwards, whatever. The truth is, he played at a level that was so high that our poor roster was able to win games. The same thing can be said for Andrew Luck, who's also had to do it. That level of play is attainable. I don't think he is, this quarterback has not proven that he can do that. It's levels to this shit. So levels. The truth is, if we gave Kirk a better roster, sure we would win games. Of sure. course. No doubt. But how do we do, the question is, how do we go about doing that? While also making him the highest pick QB in the league. Well, I guess Cliff, we're just going to hit on seven draft picks, you know. That's, I mean, Cliff. I think that when it all boils down to the bottom line, it's how. I just want you to explain to me how we're going to build this roster when you're paying Kirk top shelf money. Explain it to me. Any anybody listening? Anybody who fights me on Twitter, yada yada yada? Explain to me how, and then I will concede and say you're right. 
But how, I need answers. I need real answers, not just while also having ex- stats. But then also while having expectations for the team, mm-hmm. right? Because it can't be we bring them back and then it's, well, the roster this, the roster that. Because it's like, how many years can we go on saying this thing? Mm-hmm. You see, you guys see Like last year, it was the defense. This year, it's something else. Next year, it's a, like, we can't do that either. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, man. Well, this has been a thoroughly disappointing. Just, this has been I'm a thoroughly depressing podcast. Depressing. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I might come over to the course house and join you on that crown. Uh, no, nah, it's not even depressing. <laughs> Dude, it, this is going to come down. It's just frustrating, man. Who, it's, it, it's frustrating. If he doesn't want to be here, this is going to sound fucked up. This is the Kirk people are going to hate me when I say this. You know what I would do if Kurt doesn't want to be because you are you are terribly losing this PR battle with Cousins. I will make sure that sources say mm-hmm. that he doesn't want to be here. I think that's coming because <laughs> we because it can't be. This is all on us. It can't be if you don't want to accept our deal any uh-huh. damn way. Your mm-hmm. pops is out here telling people it wouldn't have mattered if they made him the highest pay QB the league. He wasn't going to accept mm-hmm. it. No one talks about it. Like, are you kidding like, me? Because they, they blame the team. Up, right, mm-hmm. they blame the team. Mm-hmm. So now, oh no, everybody about to know that you don't want to be here. Cliff, I'm not, go- I'm, I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm telling you, your man Bruce is not, he's got a, he's got a plan. I'm telling you. It, and it's such, a, it's such a weird yeah. concept for us to be talking about this. This guy... I mean, through 2015, 16, 17, and up to now, has never, ever really shown that he wants to be here besides when he has these interviews with Sal Palantonio. He says all the right things. But there's right. many that's, that's all he's really good he, at. He's yeah, good at that, there's, there's all these reports saying he doesn't want to be here. But people always want to blame the team and say the team didn't contract. What if Kirk just doesn't want to be here and sign a deal? Then what would you, what would you say, say well, that? Well, you guys, you guys alienated him. You made him feel that way. What well, would you say to that? You know what that's, what, that's what that's what the hive says. You treated him bad. You didn't offer him a deal when you had the chance. You so treated him bad <laughs> when you gave him forty four million. Hey Cliff, you know I'm with you exactly. All right, hey, if that's what treating bad is, the wrestling's are treating me like shit. I'll take that like forty four million dollars. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. I wish my boss would come to me tomorrow and be like, "We're gonna treat you like absolute dog shit for the next two years." Here's forty four mil. What? I'm yeah. like done. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> I, 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 I think. I think my biggest issue over the last couple of years has been that we have someone who we have a section of our fan base who claims his person is a franchise quarterback, quote unquote. He call, he claims to be himself a franchise quarterback, but we are not allowed to have those expectations of him. You know what I mean? The only expectation that he's supposed to meet for us is statistical. Mm-hmm. You put up numbers. We can't argue with anything. We're not allowed to require wins, right? When when there are things that you say that are things that should raise alarms in our fan base, they don't become storylines. His dad said we could have made him the highest thank you being the player in the league, and he would have said no. And you know what would have happened if Robert Griffin's dad said that? <laughs> right. In an interview. Oh, my God. Right. The, he said, remember that whole time he said franchise tag? Oh, God told me. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's talking to the CEO of GE about whether he should sign it. Right. <laughs> like, what? Oh, Look, man. You aren't fooling me, man. I'm not fooled either. Either bro. your feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. 
or you really want a lot of money. But Cliff, what is, why can his feelings be hurt? Like you just said, you've got, you've earned $44 million over the last two years. Something that you probably would have never thought you would have gotten being a fourth round draft pick as a quarterback. Nice. He saw the way ownership treated the last quarterback and he wants that treatment too. Look, man. It kind of reminds me, you know what's funny is it kind of reminds me of Kyrie and LeBron, even though Griffin is no longer on our team, right? Where Kyrie's biggest issue was that LeBron was given incredibly special treatment and he felt like the organization could care less about him, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Cousins wants to be treated like Griffin, even though us treating him like treating Griffin the way we did kind of became part of the reason why we failed. That is so strange to me that he would want that treatment. But whatever. You don't want to be here, then you can get the hell out, man. I, that's, so that's, I, this is where I come that's from. That's what man. it is. Straight up. It, and that goes with any team I support. If a player says he doesn't want to be here, then leave, man. We're begging this guy but to you, be our quarterback. But, but my thing is, you better come out and say you don't want to be here. Don't do all this fucking bullshit media crap where you, t- where you talk a certain game. Because he seems to say all the right things mm-hmm. while actually those things turn up not to be true. Because he knows that's what they want to hear, Cliff. Hey, you know what, man? I might do something tomorrow that I've never done in my entire life. I might call 980, dog. I might just be an anonymous caller on the morning show and be like, yeah, Kevin Sheen, long-time listener, first-time caller. Are you addressed? <laughs> Kirk said he doesn't want to be here. I'll hang up and listen. Right. I, but she, but Sheen's going to say, of course he doesn't want to be here. We didn't offer him. We haven't we, showed him. We didn't treatment. treat him We well. didn't treat <laughs> Even though hey. we're paid, see, I think it's funny how you can pay someone twenty four million. Twenty four mil, and they got the nerve to tell you you're not treating them well. <laughs> right? Well, like like we're just giving him pennies on the dollar. Twenty four million dollars. Oh you so you're like one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. In, in the, the league, league. and there's in only the thirty two starting league. quarterbacks. And you got the nerve to tell us we aren't treating you well. Bruh. You guys tell me <laughs> if you would listen. I've never seen anything like this. This is about to sound like I'm making it racial. You tell me whether Cam can make 44 <laughs> oh mil in two years God. and then say the Panthers didn't treat him well enough. Right. And whether everybody would be like, he's right. How dare they be so disrespectful? Absolutely right. not. They would say, Cam, you're just being ungrateful, but Kirk, he he's just a, he's just trying to get what he deserves. How many quarterbacks <laughs> in the league have made more money than Kirk over the last two seasons? Do you know? Uh, uh I, I don't think any. I mean, maybe like just, Yeah, it's a short list. Like uh, I know what, what's Matt Ryan's contract looking like? Did Matt Ryan just get paid? Uh, Matty Ice got paid, I want to say, like two years ago. Yeah, so he's probably making comparable money to Kirk. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, Brady makes less than Right, Cam got eighteen million dollars a year. That means he's making thirty six. He's not making forty four million dollars. Only one I want—I feel like that's truly getting paid more than Kirk—is like Drew. Oh yeah, Um, yeah, Drew probably. Yeah, it's been Drew Flacco probably is right around the same number. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stafford and Stafford. What's Stafford's deal? Stafford's still waiting on his deal. No, Stafford. No, Stafford got the bag. Stafford got is the highest paid QB player in the league currently. I'm sorry, I'm lunching. I forgot about his deal. And he, uh, he and literally Derek just Carr. Got How much did Derek Carr make in year one? Derek Carr was yep. the, the other he was one. Named, see, and you know, Derek Carr is a perfect example because the Raiders, their roster needs a lot of work, and yeah. they thought they were ready. They thought they were set. They've given Carr this money. And looking. 
Carr's okay. He's, he has good games, bad games. He's kind of similar to Kirk. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he looks great. Sometimes he looks not so great. He doesn't necessarily win them any games mm-hmm. with his. Right. How are they going to fix their roster while paying? Well, their car I will say money? this, and, and this will be the last thing I say before we sign off for the night. Uh, it's, it's one of the things that the Kirk Hive does say every once in a while, which I do kind of agree with. It's that you can't think about the money he's making this year. You got to think about the money in perspective of what he's making in two years, three years, and what percent of the salary cap he's making. Yes, he's making $25 million this year, Derek Carr. But in mm-hmm. years, that'll be a steal, right? Mm-hmm. No, it will not. That is the assumption that the cap is going to ex- keep accelerating when we're probably headed towards a lockout within the next four years. <laughs> hey, right? Cliff, good that, point, Cliff. That, 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 that is lockout is foolish. Mm-hmm. The, the reason that is very foolish thinking is because that is how some NBA teams thought the cap was going to accelerate, mm-hmm. and it put them in bad situations. Mm-hmm. The assumption that the cap is just going to keep going up $10, 15000000 million a year when we see that viewership is already dropping for this league. We got owners complaining about revenue. Hey, that's a great point, though, Cliff. So, the lockout is coming. If you lock up a bad contract right now, what are you going to do? Really fuck your team. Sorry, boy. I had, I yeah. had, that's just how I felt. No, no. I I, think, hey, man. Yeah. This, 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 this is a rated PG-13 uh, podcast, like, bro. <laughs> no, Cliff, I, I did not think that, about yeah, that, bro. I think that's assuming point, that the man. cap is like, oh, four years from now, the cap is going to yeah. be 40 million. You don't know that. You don't know that. And Daryl, by the way, Car, you know what Matthew Stafford's cap hit is in 2020? It's $31.5 million. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jeez. Like, <laughs> oh, nah, man. man. Like, I think that's a faulty assumption. No, I don't no, think anybody no, really... faulty now that you put it like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody really knows what the financial... The wow. cap situation will be in this league four years from now. I don't I think, think so. It's incredibly hard to predict. I didn't even think about that. Because this league is... I, I, there are some things that you read about when it comes to the NFL that kind of lead me to believe that this is not something where the league's going to all of a sudden have like a two hundred million dollars salary cap. Yeah. No, like we we are. I think I feel like we're damn near reaching this because there was a huge jump post lockout. Mm-hmm. But the cap increases really aren't that substantial in the NFL. They're not. And if you're a team that's trying to win and you're paying a quarterback a lot of money, you aren't going to have a lot of rollover cap year to year. So Damn. what do you do then? And then I what did... happens when you got to pay Doxon in two years or Fuller in two years? Like, d- people forget about this shit. Right. You got, like, Brandon Sheriff ain't going to make top guard money. Mm-hmm. Which is right. Like, yep. It, right. What, what did Osemi mm-hmm. get? Like, $55 million? Mm-hmm. Sheriff is going to dwarf that. Right. Good point, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have good players in your team, you got to pay them too. Yep. What are we going to pay? Have we paid Crowder yet? Nope. nope. We're going to pay him. Well, well, luckily, slot receivers don't make a ton of money, but but he's got to get paid. He's gonna make, he's gonna get paid. <laughs> but they make yeah. money. He's got to get what's paid. What's he making now? What's he? He's making third round pick money. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. Fourth round pick. Fourth round picks. So when right. it's time to pay, what about when it's time to give Preston Smith another deal? Mm-hmm. It's not even that he's going to get a huge deal. It's that this is a cap number that's going to be substantially larger than the one he already has. Hmm. And then you're going to tell me, well, we don't have any pass rushers anymore. We can't afford this. Yeah, because we are paying an 8-8 eight and eight quarterback $30 million a year. Mm, mm, mm. Yep. <sighs> well, this has, been, uh, this has been productive. I feel, I feel better. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just had a therapy session. Hey, I needed it. 
By the way, that car contract, the Raiders can actually get out of that contract after 2019. Oh, that's how they set that up? Yeah. Hey, because even hard. they aren't that stupid. And do you think do you think our quarterback would accept a deal like that? Absolutely not. I don't Hell get not. the impression he would. Absolutely not. Uh, well, anyway, I'm sick, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this show has me. Oh, my. No, this talk has fully and completely defeated me. Thanks. I'm, I needed it, man, because I no, watched it. the game earlier and I was in complete depression. You guys shouldn't be defeated. That's our, our, the fortune of franchise comes down to one decision. Do we have someone with the balls? And I'm gonna, do we have someone with the stones? The cojones. The cojones. The kutzba. <laughs> To say, no, we can't do this. And have a good explanation as to why. Cliff, your guy's going to do it. It's going, you've been telling me. I'm not trying to put that on you, but you've been telling me this whole time. He's, I think he's not going to do it. Right, but then you got you got the PR part. Is hey, the man, part. fuck I'll, the PR. We're the Redskins. Shit matters. We, we've been all over the television for worse shit. It, nah, this, you, this won't be any different. I hear you, but the reason that I think that shit matters is because in a hypothetical where you get rid of Kirk and you draft a quarterback, you don't want – we cannot bring a young quarterback in here where half the fan base isn't even interested in giving that quarterback a chance. They are waiting for that quarterback to play poorly so they can tell you, I told you so. If that's, then you're not a fan. If we drafted a kid next year, you're waiting for him to fail. You're not a real fan. You're a Kirk fan. So take your ass to Jacksonville with Kirk or San Francisco, wherever the fuck he goes at, and enjoy 8-8. Eight and eight. How about that? I hear you, man. Well Point blank period. Sorry, Paul. I know you. I know you. I know you gotta go. But uh, we gonna, uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, this is. I needed this. Thank you, guys. <laughs> anyway, God, that's Jeez. all I have for you guys tonight. Sorry for this depressing ass podcast, but I'm glad. I hope you guys got something from this because I most certainly did. But make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Fit to Get Blog and on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Fifty Gut, and make sure to follow us on. Stitcher, Overcast, the Google Play Store, Apple Podcasts, the podcast is out there. Make sure you smash that like button, five-star reviews, leave a like, whatever, because the podcast is out there. Guys, thanks for being with me tonight. Appreciate it. I'll try, uh, I'm about to have a Zanx cocktail and go to sleep. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. Holla.